BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. That means it's time to ignite the dynamite a day later and welcome to day after dynamite right here on fightful overbooked i'm will washington and i'm joined by a man that you're probably used to seeing me with because he's my co-host from grap city every saturday at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific on youtube.com slash fightful it's mr righteous reg in the building your favorite rapper your favorite writer your favorite podcaster i was waiting for my rap to come on i was like yeah we're about to go but i forgot where <laughs> this is not grapsity this is spiteful overbook today <laughs> will washington thank you for having me man i'm happy to be here i know right i'm just like yo where is go. my rap why are we going right into this <laughs> hey you know what's funny is i mean this is the same platform i literally could hit play on it but this ain't grapsity this, right, this is a different show yeah, not Grapsity. It's not Grapsity unless Phil is here also. We are Grapsity, but uh, as they're saying in the chat, it's it's Dad Spuddy. See, now you just okay. ruined it. It don't even work That's anymore. something. <laughs> yeah, but this is Day After Dynamite. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yes. <laughs> yes, but we're talking about last night's AEW Dynamite. Although, right before the show, we were actually talking about other things that happened last night. Because Ugh, uh, tough one, as, tough one as, out there for some. <laughs> I mean, it was tough. You know, speaking of Grapsity, it was tough for me, and it was tough for Phil, right? Because, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because both their teams went out after going three and one. At least we didn't yeah. get swept. We're not the Nets. Yes. No sweep. No sweep. No sweep. And but both teams other- played played tough. It wasn't a total blowout on either side. It was just like these other teams are just so good at this that it's they they're hard to beat that's pretty much and, it. you know I'm, I'm finding it funny talking to reg about this because he's keeping it like calm and like humble because he knows that his team is the golden state warriors it's the warriors and, i know <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're like yeah yeah you know you guys you guys hey you had a good run you, you know, know they got hard out there it was tough tough fight no the warriors or the Warriors, man. Steph Curry's back in there starting. Jordan Poole's going crazy. Clay and Draymond are just balling all over the court. Like, Draymond was on Jokic for a lot of the thing, and he was like, mm-hmm. he didn't get manhandled. He was out there, man. It was crazy. Yeah, I got worried when Jokic had that fourth uh, foul in the third quarter, and I thought, oh, this is it. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I was screaming at the TV, like, put in Boogie. Like, right. you have to put in Cousins. But mm-hmm. whatever we basketball is over for me. I will still be watching because I'm a basketball fan. <laughs> it's over, but it but the it's it's over. There's for still me. a lot of great teams in the playoffs though. So there it's, are you know it's going to be some great games yes. going on. Yeah, 
Damn, you're about to go to the game tomorrow. If I bought tickets. I know. Shit. I bought tickets to game six. Did I think game six really had a chance at happening? Not really. But it would have been nice. <laughs> when you said it in the chat, I was like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if you're going to make it. Cause Look, that's why I bought them, right? Because I'm like, what's the harm, right? Like, if I buy, buy these tickets, either I'm going to have a fun Friday night yeah. or it ain't happening at all. So, uh, hey, back. I I'm actually joined by a guest. Uh, basketball. Uh, I'm here for yeah. the basketball talk. <laughs> care about dynamite. Look, it's a sore subject for a Will, Jeremy. You know, like things then go their way, but you know, there's always. You know what though? I'm actually going to join Jeremy. Right? I'm going to become a hockey fan because uh, it's, it's our year, Will. It's our year. The, I'm going to see you in right? June. I'm going to see yeah. you in June in the finals. I'm crashing on your couch. I'm going to see you there. <laughs> hey, there's a guest room literally right there. Boom. Uh, only people that use it are, are, are my cats. He <laughs> <laughs> has a cat on deck. <laughs> literally, just, she just oh, hopped in my lap, like, right as. as... <laughs> like, it was funny. I was about to say we're joined by a guest, but I was actually talking about the cat. And then Jeremy pops <laughs> Jeremy. In, like, it's, right it's at the my, my running my running gimmick. I pop in yes. here when you have people that I know and say hi. And Reg, Reg is here. Undefeated, undisputed, Let's pillar go, to post baby. champion. Pillar to post. They don't want any of this, even though somebody in here, Jeremy, I kind of think wants some of this. So, I'm gonna get you. We're we're bringing it back next week. It'll be back next week. I promise everybody. So, uh, I think we're gonna do it Wednesdays on now because Joel Pearl has kicked me off of Tuesdays. So, oh, okay, we'll do it on Wednesdays and we'll we'll get that running again. It'll be good. That's well. Uh, what am I doing on Wednesdays? I mean, work, but uh, that's. <laughs> Nobody does work around here, Will. Everyone's, yeah, come on. Not real work. Yeah. This is all about wrestling, Will. What are you talking about? I know, right? Yeah, wrestling and basketball. How have you enjoyed the playoffs so far, Jeremy? Oh, good. I you know, I root for good games. Timberwolves and Grizzlies, like that's Ooh. been just such a great series. So that's five, been my favorite five series. Five star classics back to back with these guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's been that's been such a fun series. I'm looking forward to the games tonight. I hope Utah continues to implode. Uh, my 76ers, they're going to close it out tonight. Not worried about it. They got this. You said 100% not worried got about this. it. Not worried about it at all. Sixers got this, 100%. Ooh, all right, okay. We're going to see. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Jerry. I'm going to plug real quick. I'm going to plug, plug. So I'm, since I'm going to plug, plug stuff on, on your show here. I'm going to plug FMC every Friday at 830 with myself and SP3 because all we do is talk about basketball on that show. Yes. And you guys, you if you're up basketball talk. Yes, if you're up at 8.30, come on, join us on FMC. And we talk dad stuff as well. At some point, we will do a dad roundtable with uh, myself, SV3, Will, and Alex McCarthy. But FMC every Friday, 8.30, on Fightful Overbooked. It's myself and SV3 talking a lot of basketball. I'm in. Thanks, guys. You guys have a good show. Enjoy Dynamite. Enjoy talking about Dynamite. Reg, good to see you. Will, good to see you. Catch you guys later. See you, man. Thanks, Thanks for coming. Hey, and got some super chats. Shout out Jesse. Just get oh, what's up, heart. Jesse? Hey, Jesse. And uh, why do you know the theme song to Jesse? From... I don't. We're, I thought we we're just going <laughs> to move on. I didn't think you were going to really point it out. I was like, I have just gonna, kids. I I'm know. just going to do it, and then it's just going to go, and that's going to be it. But you had to have kids and have to be watching Disney Channel. Look, we're watching. <laughs> Things happen how they happen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can't get anything past Will Washington. What was I thinking? <laughs> uh, a theme song to a t- child show? Come on, man. Yeah. 
uh, and Nathan says, uh, fun fact, T-Wolves undefeated when there is a protester. Protesters are just trying so hard to get on that court. Jesse also said, uh, I have y'all shirts. Um, hey. Send that. You know, I'm ready. Yeah. Them, them shirts look great. Mm-hmm. And I am ready. Vegas is coming up, so Vegas. That's right. Let's oh go. man, there's so much coming up in Vegas and mm-hmm. LA, and then Ooh, uh, I may I'm have so like excited a... about LA, man. Those dynamite shows mm-hmm. and rampage are going to be so fire, man. Yes, but dynamite last night was actually in the great state of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. um, Philly. They it, love pro wrestling there. They do. Uh, I'm told that there's a promotion. From the 90s that actually uh, really made a strong name there. Um, Never heard of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was some ECW faithfuls out there. They had yes. like some ECW tribute signs. ECW was chanted like it was Philadelphia. They were there when they know they know about pro wrestling. They're long time hot pro wrestling area, independent wrestling especially. So um, for AEW to be there, they're, they're always hot for stuff like that. Yeah. Well, uh, this show was a show I had to actually watch backwards because um, <laughs> I didn't get home last night until uh, right, right in the middle of Sheeta and Deep. So mm-hmm. I've actually had to watch that one twice. Uh, uh, and I saw everything after that, then watched the basketball game. And then today went back and watched. Uh, I started from the beginning and made it all the way up to Sheeta Deep in the second time through and how it finished and then uh, finished. Um, and so, so yeah, uh, and somebody he says, the mic will. I don't know what that means. Um, but I guess <laughs> let me know. Uh, but so, oh, Will's breaking up a bit. Huh. Yeah, a little bit on this side too. I don't know what it okay. is. Okay. Uh, uh, Hopefully that rectifies here shortly because mm-hmm. that must be a connection thing. Will and... is a bot. <laughs> I love those bot gimmicks. Oh, well, shoot. Uh, let me think of how to fix this. I guess just refresh. Mm-hmm. Will Washington, he's out of there. I'm dad of Dynamite today. Yeah, and so like there was some wrestling going on. AEW, I think, uh, was what they call it. Uh, started off with two brothers. No, they're not brothers. They're tag team. <laughs> <laughs> am, I, am I any better now? It sounds better, yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I watched the show backwards. But I'm not going to take mm-hmm. y'all through how I watched it. Yes. I am going to go in order. And as you were just mentioning, yeah, show started out with our first match. It mm-hmm. saw uh, a highly anticipated match in the Owen Hart Cup. It was Dax Harwood going one-on-one with Cash Wheeler with CM Punk on commentary. Yep, I love the, uh, immediately starting out how they came out from different entrances to just kind of play yeah. off of that. But they came out together to get to the ring. Great way to start the match for sure. Yeah, I, I was wondering how they were going to do it. And I, I forget the AEW has the two tunnels, right? Because I was mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, yeah, you just play the music for one and then play it for the same song for the other. But right. to have them both come out from each side, I thought was a, a dope way to do it. The funny thing about that is you said you forget they have a tunnel. But I remembered that they have the different <laughs> tunnels because of you. Because you're always like, oh, recently when you said that they switched it, the venues, they have them switched, uh, the camera. Mm-hmm. So I'm like always thinking about those little tunnels now because of Will Washington. <laughs> Well, and you know what's funny is um, the so when 
I don't know where I was going with this. Next week, though. <laughs> next week is – I need to warn people. Next week yes. is another mirrored week. There so you, you are so you are going to see we're and every time there's people who tweet they're like oh my god such such just came out of the heel tunnel it's like mm-hmm. no 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 if the hard camera's on the other side uh because the heels are supposed to come out on the side I guess the way it was explained to me is that heels are supposed to come out to the side that is uh t- opposite the fans and so it, it allows opposite them to kind of motion fans. toward the fans I guess and so uh, it's it's in reverse if the hard camera is on the other oh, side. Oh, okay, because the yeah. other side is like straight on. Yeah, I get right. It. Okay, I understand. And so uh, the last week in Pittsburgh had the hard camera on the other side. Next mm-hmm. week in Baltimore also has it on the other side. So gonna have to deal with that. That said, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. If you didn't know any better, you would think these guys liked Bret Hart and Owen Hart because. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think they might be fans, just a little they bit. They might be fans. Yeah, these two went out there and did Brett and Owen. They that did. was uh, with some other homages in there. Uh, mm-hmm. They did Brett Benoit. They did Brett Perfect. Uh, but ultimately, this was to pay homage to Brett and Owen. I know the homages aren't for everybody, but... Yeah, some people didn't he, like them at all. Here's so. a little secret. FTR's entire gimmick is an homage to classic wrestling that has been them since the revival that's Mm -hmm. literally the name the revival they're reviving the Mm -hmm. the old school styles of wrestling that's what these two do and their big matches they all every they always pay homage to some tag team some great tag team in the briscoe's match they did in the young bucks match they did that's Mm -hmm. just what they do that's their thing yeah they pay homage and so these two they wanted to do a tribute to owen and brett uh and i thought it was perfect for that. They yeah. went out there and gave us what I thought was a classic. The fans were Definitely. into it. Um, I thought CM Punk dropping a uh, an old Twitter joke of referring to them as bald in hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes. CM Punk was great on commentary. These guys put on like a wrestling clinic, a wrestling classic. They're just hold they for did. hold, back to back. We're two. We know each other's spots. I like the attention to detail that. The commentators, uh, specifically CM Punk, when he, when the they pile there was a pile driver and CM Punk was like, "You're sacrificing your tag team partner for this match. We're getting down to the nitty gritty." Like they, there was a lot of like nuanced things that they they brought to the match. This mm-hmm. match was just great, man. Like everything that we expected from this happened in this yeah, match. It was great. I, it was a lot of fun, and um, I wasn't sure who to go with as the victor, but it mm-hmm. makes sense because like on one end I thought. Okay, Dax has more singles experience, but he hasn't won in singles at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that could be a disadvantage to him. But yeah. in the end, they went with Dax because of that fact that he's yeah. the one with the singles experience. Cash is not. So yeah. ultimately, I thought when not- they brought that up on commentary that it was kind of pretty clear that Dax was going to go over. They were like, Cash has never had a singles match. It's his first singles match in in AEW and they had he said he hadn't had uh, it's been like five years he's only had three yeah. matches in the last five years so yes they set it up and the finish was super creative and great and um it was just a fight it, it showed that the whole match was a fight and the final battle was a fight and they ended yeah like because that. you know it started out with them just in in hold mode and then mm-hmm. um uh dax accidentally got cash in the eye mm-hmm. and dax was like trying to 
like you know that was an accident and cash shoves him and then it turns into a fight and uh this is great stuff these two these two obviously really love professional wrestling they do and they like they don't care if you if fans don't don't like it they don't care they're like we're gonna do what we want to do and i guess that kind of plays along to the story they told on renee's podcast and they talked about going to talked about potentially going back to WWE and it's like WWE is not going to let us do what we're doing right now. So why would we? <laughs> yeah. Like... You know, they, they talked about <laughs> how this match came about and that they pitched it to Tony. They, uh, they straight up said, look, you got a tournament coming up. We want to be in it mm-hmm. and not just in it. We would also like to have a match against each other. Right. And, uh, Tony just gave them the match. Yeah. So, because that's Tony uh, Khan. Tony Khan, they said he thought about it, but then Tony Khan just needs to think about it for a little bit, get his pro wrestling brain in there and be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's actually a great idea. Let's do it. You know, like <laughs> if you pitch it to him good enough, you're going to get it. And that was a great pitch. The way that they, they, they're talking about the video package and the comments, the video package got a lot of people interested in the match. Like yeah. everything surrounding it, they built this match in like a week or so and they got people excited for it. It was, it, it was everything it needed to be. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Owen Cup's going to be badass, man, when it when it gets kicked off. And, like, the matches leading up to it have been awesome. Yeah. And we only have, what, uh, I guess three more participants. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically two, if you know the Rampage spoilers. But mm-hmm. uh, two more participants. I don't know who they're going to be. Um, so I have guesses. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I think they'll put Keith Lee in. That's a thought. Uh, he hasn't had a qualifier yet. Mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, who, who knows? This yeah. is... This is going to be quite a tournament, and mm-hmm. uh, we had our winner, it was Dax. Um, overall, I give this a solid A. I have to have room to grow, people, who got mad at me for not giving an S to FTR versus the Young Bucks. <laughs> this is an A. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's solid A. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a whole lot I would change here. This is very, very good. Right. Um and oh, did Keith Lee qualify already? Oh, did he? Hold on, who's in the the Owen Cup? Now I have to look at that. I don't. Uh, what is it? A W. Did he? Uh, that doesn't already? sound right. Hmm. Who did he beat? Um, but let me. Did look he beat at that. Uh, Max Cat? Was that Max Caster match? Wasn't? No, that was. Uh, no, Keith Lee's not in. Um, he, cause you're thinking of the, the, uh, I know what you're thinking of. It was the face of the revolution ladder match yes. that he had qualified for yeah. when he beat Max Caster. Yes. Um, and so, yes, there's still more to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I could see, definitely see Keith Lee in there. Yeah. And no, and that wasn't Max Caster. And also we're still mixed up. He beat oh. Isaiah Cassidy. Okay, Max Caster yeah. beaten by Samoa Joe. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Things are all mixed so, up over here. <laughs> yeah. So we're all mixed up because yeah. there were similar matches, right? It was mm-hmm. a debut yeah. that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you beat uh black wrestler on yeah. TV. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was how that Isaiah, happened. Max Caster, all kind of names and things. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, but uh, so. And they announced lot, last night the things... date of the beginning of the Owen Cup is going to be at the May 11th show. Is yeah, May 11th in off, Long so. Island. Yeah. Or on Long Island. Excuse mm. me. Uh, so going to beat you up, dude. You better get it right. 
I wonder what they do there. Uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah. Um, because that's coming up in two weeks, and yep. MJF is on the other side of a feud right now. Mm-hmm. But so we learned earlier in the day that Hangman Adam Page mm-hmm. is out with COVID. Yep. And being out with COVID, that uh, Dave Meltzer reported that that resulted in this show needing to be uh, rewritten, that there was going to be a little bit more of an angle that led to um, things with CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead, we just kind of got the announcement. Match announcement drops. Ah, CM Punk. Okay, CM Punk being on commentary now makes a lot more sense. Like, why is CM Punk randomly out here? <laughs> but now he got the mic right after they announced the match and everything. So, okay, now I see it a little bit yeah. clearer now. Yep, and he grabs the mic and he basically he talks up the fans and uh, how everything he did up to this point, except for Eddie Kingston, was <laughs> was a build up to uh, his ultimate goal, his ultimate destination of becoming the AEW World Champion. You know what I love about this, by the way. Going back to you getting CM Punk to cry mm-hmm. uh, back at uh, Revolution. Oh yeah, I did that. I did make CM Punk cry at the presser for Revolution. I remember you did. Um, this is stuff he was talking about, right? He was mm-hmm. like immediately like, next goal is the championship. I'm not yeah. here. He's like, I don't know how much more time I got. So my next goal is to become AEW champion. And I tweeted this the other day. Um, and it's so funny, the responses I got on it, like had me dying. Because uh, I said, this was really the first AEW main event, um, really since I feel like Cody and Jericho, where it's really hard to call. Yeah, uh, because you could it could go either way, mm-hmm. and I swear to you, it is almost fifty fifty in the responses of people going, "This is not hard to call. Hangman's gonna win. Oh, yeah. it's not hard to call. Punk's gonna win." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "You guys realize you're both saying the opposite things. So one of you is wrong well, and saying wrong. That it's not yeah. hard to call, which mm-hmm. is the definition of could go either way. Because either yeah, one I've seen a sense. lot of people saying like. Oh, Hangman has to do this for his legacy. He has to beat CM Punk. And then other people being like, CM Punk needs to be the champion. Like, if he's here, you got to utilize him as a champion. So, like, yeah, it's been people on both sides legit. So this is going to be great. I love that. Just yeah. that aspect being added to it. Well, because I look at it like there, there's many ways they can go here. I, mm-hmm. I've seen the idea thrown out that Punk turns heel. But mm-hmm. also, like, the way Punk was talking last night, don't sound like, a, like he needs to. Right. Um, and, you know, there's the idea that last uh summer three names came in adam cole brian danielson and cm punk mm-hmm. right now adam page is beating brian danielson he's beaten uh adam cole there's only one left of those three names that came in that he hasn't nice. conquered yet yeah. uh and so there's that side of that Makes story sense. but then on the other side like when you look at punk's arc punk's arc has been him working his way up the establishment names of AEW. He beat Darby mm-hmm. Allen. He beat Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's beaten MJF. And now his final stage is Hangman. Adam Adam yeah. Page. And so we have, like, on both sides of that, we have reason to get there. Right. I think we will. I think so. I think... Even hearing what, both of what you said right now, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm even more in between of, like, it could go either way. Because, like, yeah, MJF, I mean, uh, Page is on that arc to beat the three guys. But then, like, Punk has been, like, leading up. Like like you said, he's really been doing everything just to lead up to this title match and to become AEW World Champion. And the fans are going to be excited either way. So this is just, like, recipe for success, as they would say. I agree. And then we had uh... – so it was a cool promo. It, it mm-hmm. seemed like it was basically Punk's way of trying to make up for the fact that uh, Page isn't there. there. 
Yeah. yeah. So, gotta do something. Get him hyped. Mm-hmm. We'll get into this next week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully. So, it's a reminder. It's still out there. COVID. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Hopefully, hopefully Hangman's back in time. You'd like shit. You don't know these days. Yeah, I know. Crazy right? out here. Got that lingering COVID too. Yeah. And I know my connection went to shit. I recognize that. I can see it. I see the little thing on the top that's like trying to build itself back up. Um, so I don't know what's going to make it get any better. <laughs> uh, but uh, next on the show, mm-hmm. we saw... Everyone's favorite, BCC. Uh, Renee, sure you get the, Renee had everybody track. talking yeah. when she said, I love the BCC. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, what? What does that mean? Um, I knew that was so, going to happen. Every time I saw those letters, I'm like, yo, that's just way too close, you guys. But you know, Honestly, I, though, I saw somebody that had me dying. They said, wait, wait, wait. Does the C stand for Caucasian? And I was like, Oh Wait. my god. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just saying the I other thing. Go. I was Jesus. like, No. No, you can't say that. These people. Uh, but they're becoming like one of the most popular acts so in hot. the AEW right now. Amazing. They're giving you the like the giant push. Like they keep letting him like get the wins and they keep the crowd was like, We want you to right now and they were hot for him. Every time he hit the ring it was lit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so Yuta, of course, is from this was hometown. He's from Philly. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he got a uh, big entrance and they faced the factory. The factory's got new music, I just learned, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, that has like lyrics. Uh, but <laughs> but they didn't get to use it here. Uh, because I was just watching Dark. here, man. They, they're doing it, I guess. I, I was watching Dark and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I've never heard this before. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where did this song get words? Uh, but they have music. Who would have guessed? Uh, QT's like, you're going to have me jobbing all these wrestlers. Let me get some bars on my song at least, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Put some lyrics on here while I'm getting my ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> you got me in here getting my ass beat against Suzuki on Dark, bro? Like, hook me up with some lyrics to this. Yep. <laughs> but shout out to them. They're going to be on New Japan Strong, too. Shout out to the factory. Yeah. Good for them. I didn't know that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to have a match. Uh, I think the same uh, three that were in the match last night. So, yeah, good for them. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, Black Bull Combat Club uh, kicked their asses, though. It went through a commercial break, <laughs> oh, but they kicked shit. the shit out of them. Um, yeah, I, I, I was wondering that about the uh, FTR match, too, because they had a break in between. I was like, oh, well, Washington hates this match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't put a break in the middle. Will Washington's going to be pissed, you guys. But they can't help it. They have to. No, I, I know God paid him bills. I just mm-hmm. hate it commercials. Sucks. But, uh, yeah, it I does know. suck. Because I will say there's one match that didn't have a commercial break at all, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah. Matter of fact, it's the next match. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this was fine. It was a beatdown, uh, and it was there to continue to make you to look good. You can yep. tell Brian is just excited to make you to look good. Yeah, um, totally. Because, the, I mean, you know when, like, Brian gets into those types of projects, he loves to make other guys look good. When he got mm-hmm. in there with Buddy Murphy uh, yep. back on SmackDown, he just wanted to make Buddy look great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Mustafa Kofi Ali, Mania, who, bro. Like, Kofi yo. Mania. Yeah, if Brian 
can use what he's got to make somebody look good, you know Brian's gonna do it, mm-hmm. and you know he feels good about it. Yeah, and Brian he just looks shit. so happy to be out there. Like <laughs> I'm using my Brian Danielson this to get this guy over, and it's working super hard. So good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Evan right in the chat brought up uh, Gulak. Gulak's another oh, yeah. one. Yeah, Definitely. although it has to be frustrating when you did it and then Ugh. you, you look back and are like, now. yeah, what's what's what was the everlasting effect of that? Buddy Murphy? Oh, he's working with me here now um, as Buddy Matthews, uh, which there's one thing I'm like really excited about now. Uh, and oh, yeah, again, oh. I will talk about that in a sec. Mm-hmm. There's one singles match I absolutely want. Mm-hmm. Just give it to me. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is fine. This is like this is. B right. territory. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's it's a squash match, pretty much. It's a squash match, squash match. But it's a squash match for a faction people love yeah. and want to see. And who would have guessed that people would just get into guys kicking ass? And yes, Corey, in yeah. the chat, you did guess it the is. name of the, the match I wanted. Come on. Uh, <laughs> and so and we had a backstage segment. Tony, uh, wa- Tony Schiavone backstage with Tony Storm. And Britt Baker and Jamie Yeah, this Hader. is where I have all, a lot of questions. Why do they keep doing these backstage s- segments with these two people? They've done like four of them, it seems like, this at this point. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and Britt Baker continues to, like, get her digs in. She's told Ruby that uh, she'll visit her home uh, in catering. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I hope... Because usually somebody who gets those kinds of digs in needs to get checked. Like, she's got to lose here at some point. Like, obviously, I don't think she's winning the tournament at all. Um, But uh, I'm curious where. One of them, too, is going to defeat her. Yes. Tony or Ruby. Definitely. Uh, Yeah, I can see her putting over Tony Storm. Because, Mm -hmm. like, here's the thing she's, like, great friends with Tony Storm. Um, Which is why, like, they'll. As far as she was willing to go with Tony, it was just like the pie in the face stuff, <laughs> which is like, I'm sure, fine. Um, and then I actually really liked the Jungle Boy, uh, the the whole Jurassic Express stuff backstage where mm-hmm. they're being interviewed in Cage. Uh, Christian Cage, you know, basically like kind of came down on Jungle Boy mm-hmm. where he's like, you know what? Um, he's like, you, you sound like a loser right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's not going to happen again. Right. He's like, you're like the tag champ. Put your belt on your shoulder, man. Like, stand, stand tall. <laughs> Everybody loses like, out here. Jungle Boy, get your shit together. <laughs> I like that because it seems like we're getting there to yeah. the Christian Jungle Boy stuff that this was obviously all I'm designed. Like, they've been to... building it for a minute here now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, as Stark, a matter of fact, Starks and Hobbs came through and said, "Yo, what's up? We about to take them championships. What's good?" And there's so much you can do there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. This is cool. Um, I don't think Starks and Hobbs will win, no. but I do think that um, we are. So we're only four weeks away from the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think we are getting Swerve and Starks either one on one or they do the tag rematch at the pay per view. Mm-hmm. But something's happening with these guys. Either way, it seems be like hot. the story's not over. Mm-hmm. I know. I I, I kind of want the singles. I just want to see yeah. Swerve and Starks do it one more time. No FTW mm-hmm. title on the line because mm-hmm. I want Swerve to win. Yeah. Uh, but. I do want the one-on-one. But this is cool because I do want these two to tag. Um, I like that uh, – or I want these two to at least challenge. I like that they are ranked, uh, yeah. that when they released the rankings yesterday, sure enough, in the top five 
Hobbs and Starks are ranked. They're a ranked team. That's cool. Big spine busters. That's what it gets you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got Wardlow versus Lance Archer next. Everybody this dies. This was yeah. fun. What? This, was this fun. is what I was going to say. So this went through the, I mean, this didn't have a commercial break. This is only a five minute match, mm-hmm. but I've always said, if you only have five minutes worth of content, just do it all. It don't stall. Don't rest. Hold it. Just Jam give it. us, just give us what you got. Yeah. Five minutes of content. Give me everything. They gave us everything. Mm-hmm. I actually love this match. Yeah. I well, I loved it way more than I thought I was going to because one Wardlow came in there to prove everything that everybody has always said about him, which is that this is a, I know we say the term agile big man a lot, but this guy just gets in there and can fucking go. He's a big uh, freak of nature. Yeah. He did yeah, a he hit a hurricane. <laughs> then, like the cleanest hurricane runner. No, it was clean too. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was so clean. Yeah, I've uh, seen a like, lot of big men do that, and it's like, okay, I see it. Like that's nice, but no, this was like, no, Wardlow hit that thing, and he. Hit this it was. He looked, he looked dope. This is one of the cleanest runners I have ever seen from a big man mm-hmm. on a big man. Mm-hmm. Like everything about it just looked great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Archer got to be Archer. He was beating up a bunch of people around the thing he was yeah and then archer got to be archer in this match um i i was worried actually that i'm like well you know wardlow match is gonna essentially need to be a bit of a squash but like archer hit him with everything archer Mm -hmm. kicked the shit out of him uh and archer yeah had the advantage he hit him with the the choke slam he hit him Mm -hmm. with the blackout but uh wardlow ends up uh reversing it into a crucifix pin which is the same way as was pointed out on commentary that john moxley retained the aew world title over lance archer back in october of 2020 your boy wardlow been watching tapes man y'all can't yeah. mess with you've been watching tapes uh and this i i had no issues with this at all this was just Great stuff, Wardlow. Big man bra, big meaty man, slapping yep. meat. This was it. <laughs> Wardlow hits a, a, a senton off the top rope, also clean. He got distance on it too. Like yeah. it's one thing for him to just hit it. He's hit it before, but as far as he got on it, he almost cleared Archer. I mean, the like, OGs, the OGs in the back. So you got to be like, if the OGs gonna see me do this, I gotta do it. So yeah, he did it. Which is funny, by the way. <laughs> the amount of people that are fans of jeff hardy mm-hmm. and just happy to have him backstage like like you see the same guevara vlog where he's just like oh my god it's jeff mm-hmm. and uh getting to see jeff but like uh even to to bust out my cousin a little bit uh when we were hanging out he taps me on the shoulder he's like hey it's jeff hardy bro like, jeff yeah, hardy he, dude like, he is universal he's the man yeah <laughs> i'm like he works here like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's cool <laughs> nah, that's Jeff, baby. I know, right? But like, so many people are really happy to be working with uh, Jeff right now, and mm-hmm. he was like the amount of people that were inspired by Jeff Hardy. Ooh, it's probably like ninety nine percent of the roster at this point. Shit, like yeah. everybody has watched a Hardy Boys match at some point. Like, no, I, all, the, I actually... all the tag teams are like. The Hardy Boys. Like, every tag team you talk to are going to be like, the Hardy Boys are why we're here. So, like, you know, their influence is insane. The tag team, the greatest of all time, Nick and Matt Jackson. Come on. Like, yeah, you know, you know what it is. The best. Uh, uh, and Jeff Hardy's going to be in the Owen Cup, they they announced. Yeah. Not so, well, the Owen he, Cup, but he's, qualifying for the Owen yes, Cup. Yes, because yeah. he's facing Kyle O'Reilly. 
No, Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish, that's right. Kyle O'Reilly yeah. wrestled. Uh, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly is in dirty. already. I like knew that because mm-hmm. I had like the age thing in my head, but for some reason mm-hmm. said Kyle O'Reilly out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, though, Wardlow. He wins. This one. This is also an A bombs. for me. This yeah. was an A, um, especially the power bombs. The, mm-hmm. the power bomb symphony continues to be over. Uh, and and when he gets a big guy like this out, it's even yeah. more over. <laughs> nothing, nothing like gives me more joy than watching the pop from when he does the roll through on mm-hmm. the uh, on the power bombs, and the crowd just always goes sh- ape shit for that. Mm-hmm. It's always so great. Uh, shout out Wardlow, that's a homegrown star. Like literally, somebody people had never heard of Definitely. before. I had never once heard the name Wardlow before mm-hmm. that promo they played at All Out, which now looking at it had Lee Johnson in it and Anna mm-hmm. J. Like uh, all of those people who are like kind of mainstays in AEW now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've never seen Wardlow before that. And yeah. the fact that they have turned this guy into. It's like I remember two years ago mm-hmm. when they first started teasing dissension between. MJF and Wardlow. There were some people who were like, isn't it too soon for this? But in hindsight, I don't think it was. Because I think it was important early on to establish that Wardlow is going to be treated like shit by MJF this whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, it, there, it's not so much dissension as much as it's MJF is going to treat this guy poorly because MJF owns his contract. MJF mm-hmm. is going to do whatever the fuck he wants with this mm-hmm. guy. And it still took him two years after they teased the first amount of dissension between them to just keep going. Uh, and yeah, Demon Grin pointed out that, yes, Alan Angels was in that video too. I mean, pretty much it was like all those Nightmare Factory guys mm-hmm. uh, that served in that Wardlow hype video to right. the hype up Wardlow. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Wardlow, uh, Powerbomb Symphony. Powerbomb is one of my favorite. I could probably say Powerbomb is my favorite wrestling move of all time. So anytime really? somebody's <laughs> like powerbombing somebody, it's lit. I mean, I know there's been a lot of moves that have come there's flips and stuff but like if you need a wrestling move like when i was backyard wrestling powerbomb was the spot like powerbomb <laughs> has always been the spot if you can get somebody up there it's lit so yeah shout out to wardlow he's gonna be a aew world champion one day and he absolutely is and they that built him is... from the bottom and that's amazing from complete unknown mm-hmm. like uh people in the People who like deeply follow the indies may be new based on like you really had to be following like IWC, and mm-hmm. that's I that's watched re- the independents and I was I didn't <laughs> I, I don't know about Wardlow. I'm like, I don't know. So. Although, funny story, uh, and I, I told a little bit of this on Twitter, but uh, I mentioned that I uh i talked to a wrestling fan on the phone mm-hmm. uh oh yeah 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 the, the computer so, thing yeah so the funny thing was so yeah i had this hard drive i need to get repaired so i called this data center company at uh, this data uh restoration company and they uh were gonna take my hard drive in and give me a quote and so when i gave him my email which is an email i've had since high school <laughs> um it's <laughs> It's like it's an email I use for stuff like that. Like I have my like personal email, but then if I'm gonna like do shit like this, I just give this bullshit one. And so he hears the email and he's like, Are you by chance a wrestling fan? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am and he's like, I thought so though. He was like, I wasn't sure I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to ask, but it could have been I either just... wrestling or like two thousand six hip hop. I don't know. Yeah. Two thousand six <laughs> West Coast hip hop could be either one of those things. Right. And he was like, uh <laughs> and then he goes but this is what he said. He said, you know, I actually fell out of wrestling for a long time. 
Um, but I just recently started watching again. Uh, I, I actually follow AEW. Uh, uh, and he goes, because uh, this guy I went to high school with uh, actually wrestles for them. His name's Wardlow. And I was like, mm. yeah, Wardlow. And then that's when we, like, he and I just started geeking out. Wow. And, <laughs> um, Wardlow's a high school uh, <laughs> friend. That's that's super cool. Yeah, and it ended up being, like, a great conversation I ended up having with a guy. And I looked up, and, like, 15 minutes had gone by. And I'm like, man, we haven't even, like – talked about getting his hard drive fixed and he's just been talking <laughs> wrestling this whole time uh, <laughs> uh you loved it that's classic yeah i know that's mm-hmm. <laughs> of course you could have talked to him for an hour and been like i, I could have talked to him for drive. an hour we're having a great time here i do care about that hard drive because that's oh, yeah. got like let's see if i've been podcasting for 17 years 10 years of my work is on that hard drive so if Yay. i can't get this fixed like Ooh. uh for those who've been following me a long time every episode I ever hosted of my old show now playing now is on that drive those episodes exist nowhere else but that drive if i can't Ooh. get that fixed those are gone oh, i also got wow. some porn on there that like oh, whoa, wait, i'm like maybe interested in seeing again you i don't see know that old ass porn yeah. again that's weird i don't know uh <laughs> no, actually that's the part i'm worried about They're right streaming services now <laughs> i know right like that's the stuff i'm worried about where like uh, they're like, yeah, we could get it going, and, and he was like, we'll check all the files and make sure they're working. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 it's fine. Just I don't like, need y'all to do that. I just, just need to make going. sure. That, yeah, just, just <laughs> it's fine. Files just, are okay. Yeah, files are okay. Just make sure the drive works. That's all I care about. I, I don't need. I need you to look at nothing else on that drive. <laughs> y'all gonna start looking at me weird when I go to pick it up. <laughs> you can't know what kind of porn I like, dude. Come on. Y'all being weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, next we had the Jericho Appreciation Society uh, having a face to face with Eddie Kingston and friends, uh, and they. Uh, but there's a no contact rule here, mm-hmm. so talk all your shit because this is the the place it goes down. And they were behind a table. Um, what do they call them? The AEW Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that people love that. Yeah, I don't know Silly. if I'm like it's cheeky, and like the intros uh, every, each week they keep changing it up with uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society for over seven weeks. Mm-hmm. The leader in sports entertainment, like, okay, I'm gonna get over this really fast. I I'm feel like over it, honestly, I only I only like that Daniel Garcia is a part of this, but the rest of it, I'm out. Well. Jericho. Uh, they were confronted, and uh, we finally addressed the elephant in the room. There's only three members of Eddie Kingston's squad, and as long as he only has three, he cannot compete. And uh, Jericho asked him, like, when are you going to learn? There's only three of you and five of us, and we're going to systematically take you guys out. So... Let's get on with it. Where's Homicide or Hernandez? Yeah, no, where that's where this needs to go. Where yeah, where's Homicide? I want to see him. Give me Homicide. When's this blood and guts match? Gluts, see, I don't want this to match. be the. I don't want this to be the blood and guts that's match. That's what it's they're gonna leading be. to. Will Washington. I know. I don't want this one to be the blood and guts mm-hmm. match. Like, look, I already saw Jericho and blood and guts. Yeah, I don't want to see Jericho H- and them in there again. That's the yeah. Idea. Like, that's I already saw Hager in one, and like the star of the last blood and guts match was Sammy, and he ain't gonna be in the next one. So like. Uh, and Santana and Ortiz were in the last one. Like, right. I don't know. You now established that the elite has five members. That's yes. the group I want to see. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one I mm-hmm. want to see. But they're all uh, going to be fighting each other, though. That's the thing. 
Yeah. And uh, shout out uh, Nathan DePaul says Daniel Garcia. That is all. Dan Garcia. We all love Dan Garcia. He was he great was in the second, in though. tip top form last night, just yeah. being so silly. <laughs> <laughs> he was great in this segment, the way he got everybody's faces oh, and man. talked his shit. He was good. Uh, mm. And Santana and Ortiz were also great here. Um, and Eddie. Eddie's yeah. also great. Eddie's and the thing Eddie is, like, Jericho's not bad here either. Mm-hmm. I just am kind of over the, the cheekiness of the group, and I am mm-hmm. ready for this to, like, really get to a head i know it's yeah. not gonna happen till double or nothing mm-hmm. and they're obviously not gonna do blood and guts at double or nothing because no. that would require two rings the entire show mm-hmm. and i don't think they're gonna do that I, I i i bet you double or nothing this time around is like a rampage because then at that point it's like an hour long one we just do a one hour show with mm-hmm. the big cage and then yeah. we don't have to do much else mm-hmm that would be my guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, or they just do it as a dynamite again, but uh, we'll find out. Yeah. So what else was on this show? Oh, duh. So stop me if you've heard this one before. Hikaru Shida and Serena Deeb are great. Five million times, yeah. If I had a nickel for every time, I'd have a whole bunch of nickels. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andrew Zarian stopped through. What's up, Andrew Zarian? Yes, and I agree with what he said also. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Shout out Andrew Zarian. He said Santana and Ortiz should have had the title by now. But I then I also agree what you said earlier in to re- response to that public enemy post about them being it out the gate. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. think he should have had him out yeah. the gate, but I think, right. you know, they're... By now. But either by now also, or though, like... I don't know, though, because, like, the thing, the way that the tag team championships have went have been pretty... I like everything that they've done so far, so it's hard to be like somebody else should have been at this time, because at what time? Like, when? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I feel like they're close. Uh, yeah. I feel like, again, though, I got to get them... I want to see them do anything outside of Jericho. Jericho. Jeez, oh, I thought this time. was it, but they're still here. Oh, my God. Still here. Yeah, I, I want to see them do something outside of those two. Or outside of Jericho. Right. Uh, but Serena Deeb, Hikaru Shida, returned yes. to the place where it all started. This feud started in Philadelphia when Hikaru Shida was going for her 50th win, and uh, Serena Deeb ended that. And now it's time for retribution we saw them have another rematch in boston uh and that one am i remembering all this correctly i think i am they had the rematch in boston uh and Sheeta won that one that's like my women's match of the year 2021 as i Mm -hmm. went back through that one really was the um one of the best matches uh, of the year and then they had the third match in Garland at Winter's Coming. Then they had that fourth match in, I want to say, Newark, was it? And finally, we're back with the fifth and final, they say. Uh, and this was a Philadelphia street fight. This was not like their other matches. I played mm-hmm. off of things from their other matches. But the other matches were straight-up professional wrestling matches. And also, uh, Bro in the chat says, respectfully, she does street fight gear. Uh, that's, uh, that's not the first time that I've heard that in the last heard, 24 hours. So people were, a lot of people were fans. <laughs> yes, I heard that a lot. And uh, Sheeta, uh, and I've said this before, Sheeta's one of my favorite wrestlers. Like, yes. my top five wrestlers around today. I love watching mm-hmm. your car with Sheeta wrestle. I think she has 
just such a creative style and such an intensity. And um, she's also a very good, especially if you've seen her stuff from uh, from Japan. Like I was just watching her matches with Asuka, who she's gone around with a million times. Those mm-hmm. two know each other so well. And a lot of people don't even put those names together because they think, you know, Asuka, WWE, and Hikaru Shida, AEW. But uh, Asuka back as Kana and Shida mm-hmm. in different promotions. Those two went around and around and around and around. Hikaru Shida and Asuka know each other very well. Mm-hmm. And they've had some awesome bouts with each other. Uh, and then Serena Deep, of course, the professor. Class is in session. That's a reference I shouldn't be making yet. You'll know what that means soon. Uh, but uh, Serena Deeb had... Got to risk that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, but these two went at it and... Chemistry, they just have chemistry together. They That's have why chemistry. they have this many matches together. This match was... Like you said, very different than their other match. This match was just brutal. They were just <laughs> they just went out there and beat each other up with chairs and on the outsides. Just like this was um they've had a couple of brutal contests, but this one was like, No, we're we're about to finish this. This is the last fight and Deeb got a black eye. Like they, this was <laughs> this was some action right here. Yep. Um Really quick, want to give uh, another Super Chat a shout. Uh, Will, that Triple H Venus mashup you made killed me. I told you. that. Like I said in my tweet about it, that mashup has existed in my head for a really long time. And for whatever reason, I just sat down to like start editing some music. And I'm like, I need to make this King of Kings Venus mashup before... Uh, before like my head explodes. Because don't nobody ever know what I'm talking about when... Triple H's theme plays, and I just start humming, I'm your Venus, I'm your fire, yeah. <laughs> and like, they're like, why do you sing that Triple H's theme? I'm like, I don't know. They're like similar enough in why? key to where I can get there. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I just have to like make this. Oh and it's existed God. in my head for years, and I finally made it, and I was happy. And it's out then now. Your brain's it like, the... thank God, I'm you got so tired of thinking about this. <laughs> and I shared it with the world. I've got a couple more mashups, like um, Sami Zayn's theme with Gangsta's Paradise is another one that exists in my Why head. Is your <laughs> head. Putting these things together, I don't know, but I'm not alone here, right? Because like, there's a whole TikTok genre, a whole sub TikTok of. I mean, it's like really popular on TikTok. Just throw together songs that don't have shit to go do with each other. But like okay. in my head again, it's another one of Sami Zayn's theme. Da, 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 as I walk through the what? valley of the shadows. <laughs> I don't know why these things <laughs> I'm so confused. In my head together. Oh, but man. sometimes I will just mash up songs that ain't got shit to do with each other. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah, actually... Those two songs are like way different. <laughs> like Sammy oh, Jane, no. Zane Ska ripoff theme and Gangster's Paradise. Oh, yeah. They're on two no, different and, planets. And, and, yeah. And when it gets to the hook, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But da, 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 it's like we've been spending most of our lives. <laughs> no, no, like, I'm telling you. That shit is going to be so dope. Your Matter of fact, is so weird, you know what dude. I'm doing with my evening tonight? Oh Sammy Zayn Gangsta's Paradise is going to happen this evening. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man oh shit um anyway sheena and deeb they yes. had some creative spots here that they, they did the uh of course deeb hits her with um the bag of coke under the ring yeah uh, <laughs> she put a random bag of cocaine from under the mm-hmm. ring not yeah very, and you know that's pretty it's a, de- a wrestling show so not very far off <laughs> well, and you know what? Like, it's reasonable to be like, you know, you would need powder for a lot of various different things in pro wrestling. So mm-hmm. it's not unreasonable that that would be under the ring. But the way that that Ziploc bag yeah. looked. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, this is some Griselda shit. Like, they got yeah. baggies of, of that stuff under the But then Sheeta goes for her. She's blinded. But then she goes for the, the kendo stick and is just swinging blindly until she goes out, gets the water. She got the water crowd chance H2O after that. Mm-hmm. That was great. Uh, and I thought the Falcon Arrow off the top, the Avalanche Falcon Arrow mm-hmm. was great. Uh, but then ultimately, Sheeta gets hit with the um, deep tox on the steel chair, yeah. which then results in Serena Deeb. Uh, I'm trying to do this whole match from memory. Uh, mm-hmm. Serena Deeb then locks in the Serenity Lock. She uh, Sheeta gets to the ropes. Uh, Aubrey tells her, no rope breaks, sorry. Mm-hmm. And you see the look on her face of like, oh shit. And then uh, Deep takes her back into the ring, smashes her knee into the chair, and then taps her out. Serena, but then we cut to. So what was interesting was yeah, after match. Uh, yeah. So there's always been this question of, you know, you've got this. You, we've had this Serena Deep Sheeta thing going on for so long, literally seven months. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, all of Grapsity's existence. This is like it started in October when we did mm-hmm. at the beginning of October. At that, uh, all of Grapsity's existence has been around wow. um, this, this feud. This feud. And then there was this question of, well, what the hell is next for uh, Thunder Rosa? Not quite putting together. I wasn't even putting together that. Oh, this is what's yeah. about to lead into. Uh, this is what's next for Thunder Rosa. This mm-hmm. the reason. Uh, this is Thunder Rosa's next thing. Deep uh, and has Thunder been Rosa. beating ass to get to Thunder Rosa. <laughs> and Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb know each other quite well as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NWA women's title matches yep. uh, early in Thunder Rosa's AEW run and mm-hmm. Deep's AEW run. They started out together, and now it's time to go pay-per-view. Yep. And That's going to be a battle. That's going to be a fight. It's going to be a yes, good one. <laughs> they know each other well. And so... Um, we had a backstage segment that I'm only just now putting together mentally, uh, where MJF was interviewed by Lexi Nair mm-hmm. and he tells Lexi Nair off to call who we're all assuming is big Cass, yeah. and it, Lexi Nair and big Cass are together in real life. I, okay. I, I didn't even like, that's just now occurring to me as I saw Lexi Nair's name down and I thought, I wonder if that's going to come into play here. If, uh, well, like, is it going to come into play as far as, hey, you were a piece of shit to my girlfriend, Mm -hmm. and that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yes, W. Morrissey and, uh, Lexi Nair, that is his real life girlfriend. Connections. We'll, (laughs) We'll see what happens there. But yeah, he said that he's, uh, called somebody that is bigger than you and taller than you and you can't teach that mm-hmm. it's weird if you had asked me a year ago if i wanted to see w morrissey on dynamite i'd have been like hell no 
I have zero interest in big cast, but I will say his stuff in Impact wasn't bad. Uh, I this is one of those like don't guarantee him no spots, but at least uh, a dynamite match is fine. Yeah, but a dynamite match is fine yeah. against Wardlow. Another big man for Wardlow yeah. to beat. Yeah, that's fine. So, but if the WC, W Morrissey is all elite, I'm um, no, please don't. Sorry. <laughs> I love you, bro, but yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, we then had you already got Lance Archer. You, you already got the big white guy that does the big boot. <laughs> Only one one test per show you look yeah come on there's one test per show uh limit you can't be having a bunch of tests running around there's there's already lance archer he's gonna be pissed yeah with his gentrification uh, brain <laughs> then we had, uh so we had a a moment with uh the house of black mm. they of course laid out fuego they this were about tight to, they were about to take off his mask mm. and but then we have what we thought was alex abrahantes in the ring who uh, calls out House of Black. They start to approach him in the ring, but then Penta's music hits. Penta mm-hmm. hits the stage, and then Pac's music hits. Pac hits the stage, but then Alex Abrahantes comes to the stage, mm-hmm. and if Alex Abrahantes is at the stage, if you're there, who was well, that? Then who's back in the there? ring? And uh, <laughs> then he... Reveals that it's actually Ray Phoenix. Yes, the best luchador in the world. It's lit. He's back. He had the arm injury a couple months ago in that tables tag match with the the with his brother. Um, he's back. We've been waiting. There's been a lot of a lot of matches were canceled because he was hurt that were very exciting. Well, and I keep seeing all these matches announced that he's in, and that's yeah. why I was like, oh, he's got to be back like soon. No, that's all the matches. Yeah, I saw the he's AAA back, matches like, on Saturday. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw that, and I thought, okay, so his AEW return is like imminent. Uh, mm-hmm. When I saw the announcement of his his AAA matches, um, and so that shit, oh my god, yeah, and my immediate thought was, Buddy Matthews, Ray Phoenix, gimme, I put it on next week, bro. They fought. To, I want to <laughs> see it. Yeah, I'm ready for this, man. I am ready for that. Give me I'm Buddy Matthews and Ray Phoenix. Give me. But also Pac's back. Yeah. Uh, we ain't seen Pac, Pac in almost two in months. World. Yeah, like him versus anybody is awesome. They're about to do Forbidden Door. We need to see him in one of those matches more than anybody <laughs> almost at this point. So, And then beyond that, like the six-man, if they do the six-man at the pay-per-view or anywhere that they do it, it's going to be insane. So, like, so many things came out of this little segment. It's mm-hmm. awesome to see Ray Phoenix back. He's legit my favorite luchador in the world. So his matches are always must-see unpredictable he's amazing hey keep so. talking while i take a phone call <laughs> yeah he's uh uh you know <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh so yeah the segment was really dope um house of black i'm interested to i want to see them but you talked about buddy matthews but buddy matthews hasn't even we haven't even seen a lot of matches we haven't seen him on tv brody king's been there uh, very recently um so it'll be interesting to see how they go from here are they going to start doing singles matches with each of the guys are they going to go straight into the six man what's going to happen here i'm super i mean we got four weeks so there's there's time Uh, i think time's going to go by so fast though at this point like but but the thing is four weeks in AEW. that's four weeks and eight shows because you got dynamite and rampage so there's plenty you can do in in the gym just like uh and we also had uh oh by the way i didn't rate it uh, D. Benchita, also an A. Um, sticking with it. Uh, there's been a 
few A's in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I guess A's in the chat for A's. Oh, uh, and then, <laughs> then we had Undisputed Elite taking on uh, Dante Martin, Brock Anderson, Lee Johnson, and the Varsity Blondes. Ten-man mm-hmm. uh, tag. The all the undisputed elite came out. Uh, so undisputed era came out in the undisputed elite shirts, but the the Bucks did not quite seem on board yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this match was barely a match. You could yeah. even call it that. It was. Uh, it was basic, an undisputed elite squash match. Five. It was. Five, it was five, them five squashing. Squash. But then, really, this the whole payoff to this match was that the Bucks are finally on board with Red Dragon. And they all, they took the shirts, they put them on, they did the pose. Uh, and for the first time ever, the Super Click and the Undisputed Era are one. They are the Undisputed, Undisputed Elite. Undisputed Elite in the they building. Put, they put the shirts on. There it is. There now. That's until at least the big dog comes back. And I'm well, going to Roman Reigns. <laughs> that's, that is the beauty here, right? Was yeah. that Kenny told them. Told the Bucks hold down the fort, mm-hmm. and somehow Adam Cole Something's going brought on his here. boys in and took the group over. Mm-hmm. And they're now the undisputed elite. They're selling T-shirts. Where's Kenny's place when he comes back? He's supposed to be the leader of this. What? He, where's he gonna fit in here? He's not. Uh, so this, there's a, there's a lot of fun stuff here. Trios t- titles. They have to bring the tr- ROH to. They have to have trios titles when Ken comes back. Like, yeah, absolutely, yo, because. Ultimately, Undisputed Era versus uh, the original Elite is yeah. is the match for trios titles. Exactly. Um, and so, at some point, you know, the Bucks will choose Kenny, I'm sure. Yeah. But either way, for now, this group of five is like I can't say really anything about the match. Like the match, like to me, it gets a D just because you yeah. pinned Lee Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. But the <laughs> Lee Johnson had some great selling in here, and Nick Jackson he had like an X factor on him, and I was like, "Well, this is some great selling." Shout out to Lee Johnson. Yeah, uh, but ultimately, I do like the Undisputed Elite as a faction, and I do want to see what they do with this group. Yes, and that, like I said, that's the five I want to see in a blood and guts match because one. As a matter of fact, my dream blood and guts match, Let's go. if I can, is these five, Undisputed Elite, versus... So when I tweeted earlier about this, I said that uh, they should add two members to um, to the BCC. Now I'm not saying you should. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stealing a replies idea. More, I want to see the... Uh, bring an FTR just to mm-hmm. team with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because FTR's got beef with Red Dragon. FTR's got beef with the Young Bucks. They don't necessarily have to join the BCC, but more mm-hmm. so just the common enemy. So then we have Wheeler Yuta, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Cash Wheeler, uh, and Dax Harwood versus uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Bro, send Tony Khan <laughs> this text right now. Tell him to book this match. What are like you doing? That, and then that's... My five, because there's a lot of things you can do there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to throw in some NXT references, uh, the fact that, hey, who's got the most War Games experience? Adam Cole. Um, and then if you got these, like, ten people going at it, who would be the one to set this matchup? William Regal. Like, there's, there's little things you could do there mm-hmm. uh, if you want to throw those references in there. But then on top of that, to get the best match possible, I think you would get so much out of that. Five yeah. on five. Moxley's that's what I want to there. see. Brian, there's Brian, there's Blood, 
Young Bucks are flipping. Adam Cole has the experience. Red, yeah, this is just that's beautiful. That's Saturday. that's what I want to see. That's my mm-hmm. five on five is the those match, uh, matches in, mm-hmm. uh, or that match specifically. Uh, reading the chat some more, by the way. Um, and let me make sure I'm not missing any humpers this time because I get that every time that we're doing uh, Day After Dynamite. And I don't want to miss the humper chats. Um, I just had them open. And for whatever reason, what Classic. happened to that humper chat tab? Classic. Nah, Classic. They're here. <laughs> they're here somewhere. One of these windows. I was like, yeah, just who are they going to feud with from now until Kenny gets back, though? I think is the most interesting thing. Yeah. So. Um, I have no idea. There's right. a lot of places they could go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but yeah, so some things mentioned in the chat. Uh, they were talking about, of course, the AW video game being announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, uh, not being announced, but there's there's details on that game that yeah uh, are going to be really cool. That I hope people hopefully they're going to talk about them when they do this little special on the game next yeah. week. So, because there's some cool stuff that... All Elite Arcade. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay. Nothing in the Humper Chats. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, not good. I mean, not send good. us your Humper Chats if you want some Humper Chats. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm, good that I didn't miss anything. We want them to be flooded. Yes. Uh, but keep sending us your Super Chats and mm-hmm. all that jazz. So, uh, throughout the show, we also saw some uh, video promos. We got a great promo, I thought, from Scorpio Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, and a great one from Sammy. I actually thought yep. Sammy's was really good, other than him... Um, just continue, but I get it. I get mm-hmm. what they're doing all the tongue and for because it's like we really want to make sure you hate this couple, yes, and you are supposed to hate this couple. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I don't think we were originally supposed to hate this couple. No, um, anybody that thinks this was the plan all along, no, obviously not. But because uh, I think wrestling promoters as a whole tend to not recognize that nobody wants to see a baby face in a relationship. Mm-mm. That's just how it is. It's just how it is. You know, they even acknowledged on commentary, the fans loved Ty Conti. The fans loved Sammy Guevara. But once the two of them got together, the fans did not love them anymore. Because they're caters. We talked about it. But this is what happened with Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Like, Mm -hmm. we didn't mind as fans. And I'd say we, but I I wasn't booing them. But, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, you know, fans didn't necessarily mind them as these two big baby faces. It was just more so... um, we didn't want to see them paired together on right. screen. Like, we know they're in a relationship. Just keep it off screen because, mm-hmm. like, typically any type of PDA is going to be met with annoyance. Yes. People are just annoyed by no PDA. No matter what. Mm-hmm. No matter what. And a relationship in pro wrestling in general is PDA mm-hmm. because you're literally publicly displaying your affection. And so... I uh, I recognize why fans turned on him. Mm-hmm. People kind of just don't want to see relationships. Yeah. I, I I recognize like very quickly, and luckily WWE pivoted. But do you remember in 2013 they like briefly introduced Brie Bella into the Brian like mm-hmm. into Daniel Bryan's rise, yeah. and then once they recognized, ooh, people might not be into this, mm-hmm. uh, they pulled her out of it quickly. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, I do remember that. Because, yeah, it's just like that. People are haters. They don't want to see the good guy. And there's like an old saying uh, about the you want the women to want to be with you and the men of 
something 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 wrestling so like seeing a yeah. baby face with the woman is always just like it just doesn't work it doesn't because it, 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 <laughs> no matter what it's it's a braggy move which exactly you know that's especially not you know to some of these fans who <laughs> that too. girlfriend so yeah oh he has a girlfriend i don't oh, that son of a bitch <laughs> but the thing is you turn him heel then it, it makes perfect sense mm-hmm. uh but anyway we got Excalibur some announcements. did his uh, fucking super fast talking man where he announces a bunch of badass shit. And I'm just freaking out at the TV like, oh, and then one second later, he announced something else crazy. And then one more second later, something else crazy. He did yeah, one of those I mean, crazy like, things at this point. Totally buried the lead last week with FTR facing each other mm-hmm. where they just they put the graphic up so quickly that people were like, wait, did they mean they're in individual matches? Mm-hmm. No, they're facing each other. What the hell? Right. Uh, and this week was that in that uh one we got what i thought one of the most beautiful six woman tag matches we'll ever oh see my just the graphics that i saw fire <laughs> so um didn't willow nightingale compete on dark earlier in the night it's just, she did so she got two matches on this show yes uh, on this show but willow nightingale teaming with trish adora making her tv debut let's fucking go oh my god i'm so excited (laughs) number one on the black wrestling's 500 number one yes number one world pan-african world diaspora champion the world champion trisha door is going to be on television with willow as her partner i'm gonna cry as her partner and sky blue's out there too yes taking on the baddie team we're taking on kiera hogan taking on uh red velvet and taking on the TBS champion, Jade Cargill. Uh, so there's that. There was also Diana Perrazzo is going to yes. be making her debut. They could have maybe had like a Diona promo here or something, I think. Could have made like 30 seconds to be like, yo, I'm, I'm coming to be the undisputed ROH women's champion. But. I, get it. I mean, it's so fascinating what Deanna's rise has been, right? Yeah. Because, like, you know, she had some buzz um, in the indies and in Japan. Mm-hmm. And then she signed with WWE. She was in NXT. Yep. They basically killed her buzz. Um, and then, you know, she really her only, like, arena TV appearances where she was squashed by Asuka. Uh, squashed. Squashed by Asuka um, during Asuka's heel run. And then she was, uh, let me think about this also. And then she had a, just like two main event matches against Sarah Logan. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was it. Uh, oh, yeah. And then she got, oh, wait, but that was during the pandemic. Because then she did have one match against Nia Jax uh, oh, on right. Raw mm-hmm. where she got squashed. But yeah. again, that was in the performance center. And then she was released. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then she goes, signs with Impact. They didn't really know builds they a name had. for, yeah, really builds a name for herself over this last, like throughout the pandemic. Completely built a name for herself, got this whole new identity for herself, and um, really made herself stand out and matter uh, during the pandemic. And then, of course, crowds come back. But since she's been out of WWE, she hasn't worked a crowd of more than like a thousand people at most. Right. Uh, I think there was the what was it final battle? Oh no, she did the uh, she did the AAA show. The, okay, yeah, that's, that's right. Prob- that's like that's like the biggest crowd she'd worked. 
that that's, but that's different you know but yeah. yes but yes. yeah she's now gonna be working dynamite yeah as somebody completely different than the last time she was on like a monday night raw mm-hmm. uh and it's gonna be a competitive match it's gonna be her getting to show and the whole crowd's like, gonna know who she is like the whole crowd's is, gonna know who she is yeah like this is the same arena that final battle was in mm-hmm. uh back in december but it's but that had like half the people that this is not even half right. uh that this one's gonna have uh mm-hmm. this wednesday so cool for diana like this yep. is this is really and cool. Against and then Mercedes also, Martinez, like, yeah. Against Mercedes on. Martinez. Yeah. Lit. Super fire. And Swerve is facing Darby. Oh, this was yes. 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 This was one of those ones that, like, when Swerve was announced for AEW, like, oh, the Darby match is going to be, like, they're going to redo that. And here we are right here. Are you kidding face. me? It's Talking lit. to Swerve before signing with AEW, it was like, okay, you know, what do you want to do with your, your – career what do you want to do next now that you're no longer in wwe and it was like well you know i gotta get in the ring with darby at some point like mm-hmm. this was stuff that like i talked to him about and it was uh to to see this come to fruition and this is going to be the first to me i feel of many like i love Definitely. the fact that they addressed that these two know each other well they immediately mm-hmm. talked about their defy stuff they immediately talked about um the history that these two have with each other mm-hmm. uh and of course pacific northwest in yeah. the building yeah shout out to them yeah i mean these guys are both you know seattle mainstays mm-hmm. yep. uh and then uh i i liked swerve talking about this is swerve's house and darby mm-hmm. said you know you keep walking into places claiming it's your house but i'm gonna remind you that this is mine and mm-hmm. uh i have heard from people who are in the building that this was match of the night so rampage this friday swerve versus darby wow yeah. Uh, and then we got the main event. TNT title on the line. You know what I liked here? The second belt is, like, officially gone. Mm-hmm. We don't have a second yes. belt anywhere. There ain't no second belt for Dan Lambert to wear. Right. It's gone. It's out. It's out. There's, Sammy only carried one. There was only one hanging from the... Uh, from the rafters, we mm-hmm. only have one belt here. Ladder match, TNT Championship. Sammy Guevara defended against Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky, baby. California love in the building. Yeah, there was a lot of, we talked about it uh, in the group chat for, we've been talking about Scorpio Sky for weeks now. And, you know, and not just us, everybody in the world that watches AEW was kind of confused on why they did the title switch with Sammy so quickly from Scorpio Sky. Everybody thought he was going to have a, a long run. And even going into this match, we were kind of like, Phil. I think Phil tweeted something like, something feels off. I don't know if Scorpio Sky is going to win here because it did <laughs> feel a little bit, it felt a little bit like, I don't know here. I Even for a moment there, I was like, I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> they got into it and they I, did I don't stuff. know. For whatever reason, I knew the moment this rematch happened, you couldn't do it to Scorpio again. Right. Um, because... I I don't know. I have felt like, we'll talk about this a little bit more in Grapsy because I want Phil in on this conversation as well, yeah. so we'll be repeating some shit. But Definitely. I felt like it's, I said this a couple weeks ago on Grapsy, but it's felt like for a long time, Scorpio Sky has been somebody that AEW has been behind for a long time. 
yeah. and has been looking for that right scenario. Feels like since the beginning, honestly. Since the beginning, yeah. yeah. Really, because like you look at the original tag team tournament, that was a tournament mm-hmm. to push Scorpio. Yep. That was he wasn't in it, and he ends up last minute having to get in it, and he wins the whole thing. Right. That was the the story of the original tag team title tournament. Um, you know, he won the face of the revolution ladder match and it felt like he's always been somebody who's been well liked enough to be pushed. It was just a matter of what's the right scenario to push him. And, and he's been lingering around the TNT title since the TNT title's inception too. Like yeah. he's been connected to it. And so it's one of those things where if you looked at going into battle of the belts, where both Sammy Guevara and Scorpio sky were, it's one of those, if you, if you saw, we want to push Scorpio. And I've always been of the belief there is no harm in any company choosing somebody and sticking to them. Yeah. Um, I don't think there was harm in choosing Roman Reigns and sticking to Roman Reigns. No. I think the issue was not reading the room yeah. and going with what the fans were trying to do. Yeah. And this is one of those cases where if Scorpio is the guy you wanted to push, but you're not necessarily getting the reactions you want. You have Sammy Guevara over here who's getting booed. And you have Scorpio Sky over here who's not getting much of a reaction at all. So, it's obviously not working for Scorpio Sky as a heel. So, what do you do here? And to me, I think the best option is to do it in reverse, to turn him face. But how do you turn him face without building some sympathy on him? Right. Because you can't just be like, okay, well, it's not working as a heel, so cheer him. Mm-hmm. Not how it works in pro wrestling. No. You have to get somebody cheered in some way, shape, or form. So, to me, the easiest way to do it was screw him out of the belt. Build yep. some sympathy. Mm-hmm. Now, we've seen this before. Daniel Bryan, 2013. Mm-hmm. You screw somebody out of the belt. You prolong it until the fans ultimately want to see it happen. Yeah. They didn't prolong this. It was literally mm-hmm. like we screwed him out of the belt. Sammy low-blowed him, took his belt away from him. A week later, Scorpio got it back. Got a bat. And got cheered to heaven for it. Yeah. So, like, he's a babyface. But there's, there's still more of a babyface story to tell here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about that part in a second. The match itself. Sammy nearly killed himself out Sammy there. Guevara. Re-fucking-lax, dude. Don't. The last match where you did the table bump on the outside, scary. So why would you do another scary-ass bump here? That was so... Sammy, relax. Please. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Oh, my God. That was so scary. It was scary. The two of them, they started outside of the ring. Uh, and the crowd was almost like immediately into Scorpio. Uh, like you didn't get much of a reaction in his entrance, but it was like, you know what? We want to see fuck Sammy up. Please fuck Sammy up. We hate this guy. Uh, and that was actually helping Scorpio out quite a bit. Um, but yeah, uh, Sammy hit, hit that spot. They redid the cutter spot, except Scorpio saw it coming and hit him with a cutter of his own. Uh, that was that was fun. I yeah. actually really liked that because I'm like, yeah. don't just redo the spot. And yeah. I noticed Sammy taking a longer time than usual, and I thought, hmm, what's going on here? And then he Boom. hit the reversal, and that yeah. was cool. Boom, they redid the spot, but he got reversed. There you he go. got reversed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the barbed wire ladder that saw mm-hmm. the uh, Spanish fly onto it. Mm-hmm. We saw Scorpio Sky. Uh Almost have the belt won, but then uh, we got interference from Ty Conti. We saw interference from Dan Lambert. Dan Lambert got low blowed. Paige Van Zant came in. We saw some dual brawling between 
those two to keep the building up the mixed Ronda tag. Ronda Rousey spot in the corner. Punch, punch, yes. punch, punch, punch in the corner. Yeah, Ronda Rousey yeah. spot. <laughs> uh, we saw the, the barbed wire ladder get Don't set just make up. her Ronda Rousey too is what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Yes. Uh, and Sammy gets thrown off the ladder onto the barbed wire ladder. Uh, Scorpio starts climbing. We're like, oh my God, it's over. But then false finish. Sammy jumps that back fall, up. When Sammy jumped up there, I'm like, these sons of bitches, they're doing it to us. <laughs> hey, no, that was, I will say that was a good way to, to fake people out though, because mm. it was one of those like, all right, we know how ladder matches end. We saw Sammy take the big bump. Scorpio get his triumphant grab. It's over. And Sammy jumps back on and you're like, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> they already did the big bump what are they gonna do now it's like oh no sammy is gonna retain uh but then uh you know what's funny is my wrestling production brain immediately went nah scorpio sky's facing the hard yeah, camera exactly <laughs> he's the mm, one that's gonna right, win exactly. uh sammy is not facing the camera he is not in position to win mm-hmm. uh and sure enough sammy gets knocked off one last time scorpio grabs the belt he's your new champ out comes Frankie Kazarian to congratulate him. But in the background, you notice that uh, Ethan Page and Dan Lambert don't look happy about Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio's first tag partner, being out there with him. Scorpio. You. Scorpio's the guy, but now he's tied between a couple of of teams mm-hmm. that he's been a part Friends, of. Friends, your friend, you, Frankie Kazarian's been your friend for a long time, 15 plus years. And then these guys are new. What are you going to do? They came up with California. What's going to go on? I guess that's going to be the California match, maybe. That's kind of a wild I mean, he owes, he owes Kazarian a shot. Like, yeah. I've had and some that's ideas. a great California like, main event because they're both California royalty at this point. So, Like, everybody was looking at Dan Lambert and uh, Ethan Page being angry here. But if I wanted to swerve people, swerve. if I were writing this, I would... Make this a triple cross moment where, like, uh, have Kazarian because, like, uh, Scorpio needs to leave ATT. We're yes. past that. Like, he needs yes. to leave ATT. But he does what if, to like, go back with Frankie Kazarian? Yeah, he doesn't need to go back with, yeah, because yeah. I've seen that, like, oh, you know, reform SCU. No, yeah. no, I would do something completely different. I would have Kazarian turn mm-hmm. and reveal, like, nah, he's taking his place inside ATT, right? Uh, and Ethan Page and Kaz now team up as Scorpio's ex-partners now turned a team of their own. Give Scorpio some more adversity and give him, give fans more of a reason to be behind him. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would do anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I wouldn't do an SCU reunion. I want to, I've wanted to see Scorpio like straight up on his own for a while. Mm Yeah. We see that he could do the promo. We can see that he could carry himself. He doesn't need, he doesn't need help. Mm -hmm. A minus here. I was happy. I was happy yeah. with the ending. I was happy with Scorpio. Yep. He's the champion. It was fun. It was a ladder uh, match. It was fucking dangerous. I liked it. Overall, <laughs> I had fun with this episode. I wasn't happy with the, the Philly crowd. I thought Philly was a lot less into <clears throat> yeah, it than were, I thought. Yeah, Philly, some of all spots, places was they be. were just like not all the way in. I, I know. Um, somebody told me that a lot of it had to do with um, Philly's rising COVID cases. Oh, shit. And somebody was there. He said that because Philly reintroduced their mask mandate and then pulled it back. But some people are still like, nah, fucking, I'm wearing my mask. Mm-hmm. And so there were a lot of masks at the show, I'm told. Um, I didn't see many on camera, but I, I saw a few. But uh, 
I don't know. Something just sounded off with that show. And I wonder if that's what it was. But either way, especially because they've been running to Texas lately, and them Texas crowds have been, like, off the charts. They're lit because they don't care about COVID. It's <laughs> just how it is. Like, we don't care about no fucking mask, dude. We're about, I'm coming to cheer and drink Budweiser. I'm mm-hmm. nervous about Vegas as fuck, so. Ah, shit. Yep. Yeah. Well, Vegas will be there. Another bunch of people who also don't give a fuck about COVID. So, yeah. How to do ratings wise. I already saw this, but I'm going to act like I haven't seen it yet. So, Dynamite for April 27th, 2022. uh, Pulled in 921,000 viewers. It was, uh, I didn't even see where is it ranked on the, uh, the old rankings. Um... Who has that? That's uh, Showbuzz Daily. I mean, that's these numbers. I haven't talked about numbers of AEW for a while, but these numbers are pretty great considering that basketball is happening. Yeah, I was still lingering around the same. You know what I mean? They're still lingering around a million people when basketball is destroying. Like everyone is watching basketball. (laughs) Like. <laughs> yeah, it was fourth uh, for the night, right behind right. the two NBA games and yeah. in, and inside the NBA. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's still... like considering those are great <laughs> numbers, man. Yeah, so it's it's still doing well. It's still doing relatively well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's also it, like kind of crazy to be watching a basketball game and then be like CM Punk and Adam Hangman Adam Page are gonna fight fight. And it's like, yo, this is kind of crazy. Like this, talking, this <laughs> basketball, but we're talking about AEW. So yeah I, yeah, I still think those numbers are pretty pretty wild. Um, although for the wrestling doesn't draw people. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think the number one quarter of the show was? Um, I don't know. The biggest quarter of the show did over a million viewers. Mm-hmm. It was the second half of Dax and Cash. Mm. So again, I don't know where this comes from when people so say like, wrestling doesn't draw that because goes like, to word of mouth of people people talking about it online and people being like, "Okay, I'm gonna turn it on and watch the rest of it." Yes, needle wrestling. Movement. <laughs> because the the beauty of wrestling, I mean, like it's statistically not proven that wrestling doesn't draw. Like, right? Literally, Brian Danielson and Hangman Adam Page wrestled for an hour, and that match grew in viewership the longer it went on. The more mm-hmm. people wrestle, the longer a match goes, the more people tune into it, yeah. and that's that's what we've seen. But yeah, mm-hmm. Dax and Cash did over a million viewers um, in the second half of their match. That was the peak of the show. That's awesome. So you can't even say that it was like the the Big Bang Theory hang or lead in because it's it was the second half of the match right. that actually the first quarter was below it. So that match grew. Um, lowest was actually the Ten Man Tag. Yikers! That did low. That did like seven eighty four. Oh uh, no, the young bucks uh, are out there. <laughs> Yeah, that was a huge drop. Now, granted, that was also against the uh, the end of the second, I mean, the first NBA game. The mm-hmm. um, and that was where and people the are Bulls, switching over back. That was where the Bulls were starting to make their comeback. So mm-hmm. either way, that's it. That's day after dynamite. That's what we do here on day after dynamite. We talk all the things from the day after dynamite. Yeah. But you can catch me and Righteous Reg 
this Saturday, literally the day after tomorrow. Not even 48 hours. We're going to be talking about all this stuff again. We got more to talk about with Scorpio. I tried to save some stuff because yep. I want Phil here for this conversation. Yep. Uh, and next week, who's hosting next week with me? I think Keeks is hosting next week. That'll be fun. So, uh, right here on Day After Dynamite, baby. Righteous Reg, anything you want to let the folks Day After Dynamite know? Yes, of course. Yo, it's me, Media Man. You guys know what time it is. Yo, and I got a new article on WrestleTalk. Um, I talked about Impact Wrestling. You know, I'm obsessed with Impact Wrestling. Everything surrounding Impact Wrestling. I talked about a few ideas on how to retain those fans that keep showing up and keep leaving. And also Blackpool Combat Club, new Righteous Reg music video online right now. Go and find that. It's really dope. I'm rapping on top of a building in San Francisco. That's, you know, it's just magic here. And, you know, PWI, I be writing and shit. And every Saturday, I'm a part of a really dope podcast. I hope all you guys watch it. If you're watching this, you definitely watch that. So. <laughs> yeah. If you're watching this, you watch Grapsity. That's, that's what it is. Um, yeah. So check out Grapsity. RighteousRedge.bandcamp.com. Holler at your boy. Yeah. Check out Blackpool Combat Club. Specifically the song, not the, yes, the uh, song. I mean, check out the group too. The group's group badass, yeah. but yeah, yeah, the song. <laughs> check out the song. Anyway, folks, that's it. Uh, we'll see you next time. Have a great day. Peace.